My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. I was asked to be part of the beta program for Google Web Stories, working directly with Google. And for six months, I created at least two web stories every week. I followed all the rules they gave us and made sure that they were perfect in content and quality of the Google Web Story product. However, when I was asked to extend that contract for another six months, I declined. So I'm going to tell you the three reasons why we're not creating Google Web Stories anymore and the one reason that we make an exception to the rule. I'm Leslie Peterson. I help bloggers make more money by focusing on strategies that work and avoiding those that don't. If you're not familiar with Google Web Stories, let me show you some examples from our site. So let's open up, let's say Houston with kids. Now you'll notice that we're looking at this on a desktop. They're optimized for phones. That's why you'll see that it looks more like a reel or a TikTok story. Here's one for SpaceX. They can include static photos or videos. It's okay to add any affiliate links that you want. You'll notice we have a buy now button here for all of the different RV supplies that we suggest in this particular story. And what you'll discover is that they can be found in Google search and in Google discover. Now I can't show you Google discover here on my desktop, but let me show you search. This is an example of Google search where I search for visiting SpaceX. And if you look down here, uh, what's it like to visit SpaceX in Boca Chica, you'll notice that's our website. If I click on it, it actually opens up the Google web story that we were just looking at earlier. So the search works both on desktop and on your phone. So the first reason that we don't do Google Web Stories anymore is because there's little to no ad revenue potential with a Google Web Story. You can put an AdSense ad on your web story if you want to, and some of the ad networks like Mediavine will help you set up some parameters for putting ads on your site, but they're still using Google AdSense. Now, just like the ad networks will tell you, advertisers still don't understand Google Web Stories. They don't understand the types of people who are looking at them. They don't understand the conversion uh, practicalities. They just don't know. So they're not putting a lot of ad revenue behind the ads that are going up there. Let me give you an example. If you recall earlier, I told you about the SpaceX Web Story that we created. Well, the first or second day after it went up, it went viral and we had 75,000 people looking at that web story in just one day. And you know what we made? We made less than a dollar. After that, we decided to take the ads off of the Google web story. So we're not making any ad revenue at all, but I can tell you with all of the web stories that we have for the quite a bit of time that we did have ads up, we made less than $3. The second reason we avoid creating Google Web Stories is because of the really low click-through rate. I heard a statistic the other day that the average click-through rate on Instagram for the link in bio is about one to 3%. It's a little bit higher if you're constantly asking people to click through on it, but what we found is that our Google Web Story click-through rate is about the same. So we get a 2% click-through rate from Google Web Stories to our website. So about the same as Instagram. 
Now, if you know me, you know how I feel about social media, and I really have to put Google Web Stories in the same category. If it's not giving me a high click-through rate, then it's really not worth my time. Social media is where we find inspiration, but blogs are where the money's made. If you're finding any of this helpful, please like this video and subscribe to our channel where I share information just like this for full-time bloggers every week. The third reason that we mostly don't create Google Web Stories anymore is because of the low click-through rate to affiliates. So we try to add an affiliate to every story that we create. Doesn't happen on everyone, but we really try hard. Some of them are filled with affiliates like the RV Supplies web story that we have created. Now, I made the mistake of not putting UTMs on all of our affiliate links on stories from the beginning, so I can only extrapolate based on the ones that I have UTMs on, but what I'm seeing is about the same click-through rate as to our website, which is the 2% we talked about earlier but the conversions on those clicks are a lot lower. And it makes sense. As I said, Google Web Stories are much like social media where you have cold people coming to you. Now it's a little different if they're coming back from a search, but most Google Web Stories are seen through Google Discover. So the people coming to you aren't actively looking for information. They're just interested in the pictures and the video that you have to show them. So even when they do click through, they're not in buying mode. Now, as I promised, the one reason that we do create them, and certainly not at the rate that we were creating them before, but uh, they are really good for brands. If you're working with a brand or a company that is looking for more exposure, more eyeballs, that's very interested in social media, then a Google web story makes sense for them. So when we work with a company that's interested in getting more exposure, then we offer them a Google web story. We charge anywhere from $300 to $750, depending on the scope of work that we have to do. The one thing I'll add here is that you need to set expectations with your customer. You need to explain to them that the average click-through rate is gonna be about the same as it is on Instagram. Obviously, if you have experience with Google Web Stories, you can tell them what your click-through rate is, but you should set those expectations. They should also understand the way that people get to Google Web Stories, so they're not expecting you to show them a feed with their Google Web Story showing up. You should be sure to set up a custom UTM for that web story so that the client understands what clicks are coming from the web story and what conversions are happening. So as long as you set expectations and you charge a price that you're worthy of, then creating a Google Web Story is a smart idea but creating a Google web story because you're looking for click-through rates or you're looking for ad revenue, probably not time well spent. You could spend that same one to two hours creating a affiliate rich post for your site that's going to get consistent traffic and revenue for a long time to come. If you do wanna spend one to two hours on something that will make a difference on your bottom line, I suggest putting the time into updating your existing content. We have a checklist for that down below. Click the link and you'll get it for free.
Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.